It says, and the Lord God commanded the man, saying. So he told Adam. So I've always been curious, too. Does that Did mean, he tell Eve? Did he tell Eve, or was that message given? I, I think Eve knew. I don't give her a, a, an alibi to God. Yeah. And welcome back. So we're still on chapter three, and uh, we're just trucking along. Uh, we To recap, Adam and Eve mess up, eat some forbidden fruit because of the serpent. God kicks them out of the Garden of Eden, sort of, kind of, more or less like he puts a protection on the Tree of Life. And, uh, yeah, so that's that's kind of where we are. We were just talking about the serpent and if the serpent was the devil, because that comes down to that whole, you know, Sunday school lesson of, you know, the serpent was the, was the devil, or the devil was the serpent, and the... It was an apple from an apple tree, you know, <laughs> yeah. so an apple a day keeps the doctor away. But yeah, so that's where we're at. And um, also, you know, hmm, how do I want to go about this? I don't know. Let's go to you. What do you got? Oh, let's see. So um, I think I think some of my big key takeaways from chapter three Um I think the first one I always see is in verse 4. Um, you see, um, and the serpent said unto the woman, ye shall not surely die, which is a direct, pretty much, opposition to 2.16, when God said, you will surely die. But then the Satan's like, no, you won't. I think that's like a, a like a, an, like an exact like opposite. But mm-hmm. the difference is in 2.16 um, is, um, it says, and the Lord God commanded the man, saying. So he told Adam. So I've always been curious too. Does that did mean, he tell Eve? Did he tell Eve, or was that message given? I, I think Eve knew. I don't give her a, an alibi to get out of it. Yeah, yeah. Or, yeah. or else, because she says, and that's what I thought when I was reading. I was like, ah, oh, he never told her. It's kind of like today where we're like, and I figured he'd probably make a joke about it because there's so many times where I'm like halfway through doing something, I'm like, oh, oh, I didn't tell the wife. Yeah. So I think I think she had knowledge, but I think it was secondhand knowledge. That's my guess because he told the man. I think husband told wife. All right, and you even see that when Eve adds to it because Eve says like, um, "No, no, no, I, I can't eat of this fruit because I can't eat or touch the fruit, or I will die." God never said anything about touching the fruit. Right, that was an add-on. Yeah, so that was so a change. I, so Adam's like, "Hey, just just stay away from that thing." Yeah, so I think I think that made it that gave the serpent an opportunity to be like, Oh, you think you'll die from it? Like I'm touching it. You know, like you were saying, like yeah. he's in there like chomping down on this, yeah, like whatever. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, it's delicious. And then, so yeah, cause she, he, he's already, he's already done for, right? Yeah. He's, she, already, he, he's already lost, you know? Yeah. So I think in a sense, it makes sense. If she said, you know, I can't even touch her. I'll surely die. And he's like, no, you won't. You'll just, you'll gain all this knowledge. You'll right. be like God. If you do this. Yeah. And God's being like, yeah. Yeah. And so with her saying that, I think she probably truly believed it. It was her truth. And then she plucked the apple, and um, uh, and when she touched it and didn't die, I think that was like her opening to, like, oh, okay, well, it's it looks good to eat, and I can touch it. I didn't die, so I guess I'm good. Mm-hmm. So I think it's like the one that Satan, or the, I say Satan, do it too. The serpent says in in three four, you're not going to die, which is direct opposition of what God says in two sixteen, 
she adds to, so it dilutes the truth, right. which leads her down a path of, of failing. Right. And again, if we, if we look at a proverb thing, because um, kind of just jumping from Matthew and hearing so many different, different like stories of why you shouldn't do things. Um, if we, if we look at it like that, God told Adam straight up, Hey, don't touch this or you'll die. Eve got it from a, like the back source of that. The serpent knew possibly that Mm -hmm. Eve didn't get that from straight from God. So he goes through the vulnerable. He finds the vulnerable and puts them in a position and the strong willed, you know, are watch the vulnerable and see if we look at it today. Right. So you can see a person who, I don't know, pick something, a bad habit that people are doing, but it's, you know, socially it's okay. But as a Christian, it probably shouldn't be okay. Drinking. Sure. Go with that. Let's say drinking, right? Getting drunk. That's always controversial. Yeah. That's, that's that's fun. Let's, let's, let's let's dive down that road. Um, yeah. So like, look at something like that as a, as a controversial thing and say you're out and about and you are eating and you're trying to be a good Christian and maybe had some alcohol problems prior down the road and you knew, Hey man, I devoted my life to Christ. Now I'm not drinking. And then you see somebody else from your church at the same restaurant drinking a beer and you're like, well, if he's doing it, it might not be that bad. Right. But maybe is that, yeah. Does that make sense to you? Sure. Like, you know, you see the vulner, the vulnerable people who, are about saying that the guy who's sitting there is, is doing anything wrong, drinking a beer with his dinner. Mm-hmm. But the devil will put, will put those thought processes through somebody's head. Yeah. They who, use, who is vulnerable of those situations. Which, and, it, and that can, I think, what's that? And Some, I'm not saying Eve was hungry and he was yeah. like, well, she's hungry. So it's just the fact that like the vulnerability of people these days is is what what the devil will tackle. That's why there's dudes that have problems with like porn and stuff. Yeah, because because if you don't believe the devil has a hand in that, that's that's a a total different thing. Like when do you think about it? It's not when you're like riding a roller coaster or. <laughs> I mean, maybe some people, but if you're that far down the road, it's not when you're like doing stuff with your family or hanging out. It's when you're like sitting down. What was it? There's like three or four things that it's like tired, hungry, tired, hungry, bored, I think, are like the three like you need to if you're that and you have a problem with porn, you need to like never be those three things. Huh. Tired, hungry, bored. And, um, you know, it, it. and the devil knows those vulnerabilities. So, hey, man, it's it's not that bad. And you could repent for it. God said you could repent. He has grace. You know, there's, and then that comes with, you know, uh, you're, you know, taking the more high ground, one. <laughs> and then two, what, what's the, like having a sturdy, not a sturdy foundation, but like a, a strong belief system of like, this is just not good. And yeah. I think every dude, I don't know anybody that hasn't gone through that problem in their life, like of something, maybe it's sure. not porn, maybe it's drugs, Everyone maybe it's alcohol. Yeah. yeah. Everybody has their struggle, but tired, hungry, bored is your vulnerable time frame, And that's when the devil's going to start working, his, working his magic of, Hey man, it's not that bad. And you could, you could ask, and you know, his one of I think one of his big, big uh, quotes 
as I hear from the devil <laughs> sometimes is we could always, you could always ask for forgiveness, yeah. right? Yeah. I mean, it, it, it talks about in, in verse one, how he's the most subtle of any beast of the field. So, I mean, he's tricky. He's smart. And even the way he words it is, uh, you should not eat of every tree of the garden. So he's making it sound like, oh, you can't eat of all the trees. No, it's just one, just one tree. You're not allowed. Just yeah. one. Mm-hmm. But, but the way he words it is even a twist. Right. Like, so in, in my, in my porn parable, yeah. if you will, <laughs> is, is a fact of like, oh, you can't watch any movies. Yeah. Oh, because what if it shows something? Yeah. Yeah. No, that's not what he's saying. What he's saying is, you know, don't you, and nowhere in, well, there's lust and sure. that's, that's a negative, but like, Somebody told me the other day, lust is, and this might help some other guys out because I, not that I was having a problem with it. I just didn't know. Like if you see a nice looking woman walking down the road and you look, it's not, that's not the sin. No. The sin is where you stare, you stare and you follow them just hoping that a good breeze blows up the skirt. The the Marilyn Monroe breeze. Yeah. Yeah. So like that is lust. In my you, in my thought process, that, that and when you start to think on it, you start to dwell on it or whatever. Yeah, yep. So we all have our we all have our issues or whatever, but that's that's uh, something that I, I think this just is a very quick nobody's perfect type deal. Yeah, and then this is where it all came from, and this we could learn a lot just out and, of chapter three of how the devil uses vulnerability. And there was only one. I don't you've had one one chance to screw up. One, don't eat of this one yep. singular tree. We have thousands of things that are coming at us, you know, to tempt yep. us or, to, you know, to draw our attention away from what we should be studying or doing or, you know, whatever. Yep. So, I mean, it's, yeah, and then, it's and way easier. The other thing is, like, um, the whole grace and people say, well, I could just ask for forgiveness. If that, if that, if at any point in time that plays through your head, I could just ask for forgiveness, you're already in the wrong. Yeah, for sure. Find something else to do. Um, because what if he comes at that exact moment? Yeah, not good. I think jumping ahead to the almost. The yeah, end, I, I see you writing stuff down. Let's do yeah, it. I was. Uh, I think there's there's two more things. I have two more big takeaways that I always get from from chapter three. Um, I guess I'll, I'll I'll save one for the. Um, I'll go in order. So three three fifteen. Uh, chapter three verse fifteen. This is known as one of the first. Uh, messianic prophecies in the bible the the part where it talks about uh, enmity between thee and the woman and between the seed and her seed and a bruise uh thy head and the it's, um, it's right here shall bruise thy head and thou shalt bruise his heel so this basically talks about three different things here and i'm, I'm reading it terribly sorry um no it's fine that satan is the, the enemy to the human race that's the yep. first thing it, it tells us that it becomes clear even though it's talking about the serpent and woman right here but mm-hmm. still um, the Satan is the enemy of the human race, um, and that's seen because God put the the, the conflict. That's you yeah. have to look that word up. Yeah, en- yep. enmity. You know? en- enmity. En- enmity. Um, so it's between the enemy, which is Satan, and the woman, which she represents us as humans in mm-hmm. this case. Uh, the second thing is that there be a, a a spiritual barrier between the seed, which is Satan's people. So how it's referring to here, and her seed, thy seed, and her seed. So the two different words it uses there, yeah. which is Satan and God's people. So there's going to be separation now between the two. Right. Um, and then the last one is is just a, a basically prophecy fulfilled, like we talked about in Matthew. The, the bruising of the hill 
is a representation of Jesus on the cross, what it comes down to. So okay. that's why it's like such a, that's why a lot of people who get into like this super, like we kind of talked in Matthew about the Mosaic laws and all this prophecies fulfilled and all that stuff. 315 is considered to be the first, the first look into all that. So it's kind of a, it, that's like a, probably a three hour podcast. We dove into just 315, but it's actually a really significant verse in, in Genesis. Yeah. And I, I, I appreciate you, uh, definitely bringing that up because we were talking about that earlier and did not pull that back, but and then they, one more thing, I cut you off. No, Sorry. you're good. You're it's, good. Is the um, it talks about the the bruising of the head? Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, that was my next question. The, that represents the um, the eventual, so like long term, like we're not there yet. Um, I guess crushing. I can't think of the right word. The word I'm looking for the the annihilation of Satan's kingdom because Satan is the the ruler of the world right now. You'll yeah. see that all through the Bible. Yeah, but that that crushing of the head or the bruising of the head refers to that Jesus came. He died. He was you know he was born, lived, died, resurrected, went back to heaven, left us here, and he's coming again. That coming again, eventually Satan will be bound and thrown into the lake of fire to hell. Yeah. Um, so that's that's what it's. All ties in. Yeah, and if you if you look at it again, if you're a pictorial person, I think that's the Pic, thing. I like, like it. Pictorial, pictorial. If you like to see things, you gotta like think. So it's it's God standing there, and, and there's a snake <laughs> and two naked people, and he's just yelling at them. So the you know the fourteen through fourteen through fifteen, he's actually talking to the serpent, and then sixteen through. 16, all 16 is just uh, Eve. And then 17 through 19 is him yelling at Adam, like scolding them all. Yeah. They, they call them poems, I guess. Yeah, they break them up into... They said yeah. they're, they're poems, but... Call, I, I'm not really poetic. It's very, I'm, I'm very either. dark. Yeah. <laughs> it's scary. Uh, it, I was looking at this too. Uh, garments... The Lord made garments of skin That's what my next for point. Adam and his wife and clothed them. Yep. So that that is that represents that their sin brought death. That's the their sin meant that something had to be killed to make the clothing. So that's like the the first representation of of sin bringing death into the world mm-hmm. right there. But he also, I mean, he also told Adam, and, and this is not like, uh, hey, sin is, you know, we we hunt because there was sin. It's it, he told Adam to, hey, go out and, you know, use the land and everything yeah. on it. So, but then they have tools to kill. Imagine him trying to kill a deer, yeah, or something to cover them with. Sure, with nothing, just trying to jump on this deer. <laughs> well, that's probably why they use fig leaves. You know, earlier in the chapter, I guess. Yeah. Yeah, they're trying to use anything we to cover these. them up. Yeah, I don't know. And I, I think another interesting thing, too, in this chapter is if you start to do a study on all the things that enter the earth because of sin, you know, pain, suffering, sweat of the brow, thorns, all those things, and then tie that directly into the crucifixion of Jesus, pain, suffering, crown of thorns, him sweating tear, uh, mm-hmm. uh, drops of blood, like yeah. they they tie in exactly to the crucifixion. Yeah. What, what sin brought, he had to endure for us. And, and like it's pretty cool, like I said, dude, just reading this and, and skimming it, and then reading it, and then noting it, it's very 
proverb-like. It is, yeah. And, <clears throat> I mean, with every story that we get, there's there's a, a proverb-like thing. Because it's just repeat. It's History repeats itself, yeah. right? And you're just seeing it over and over and over again. I'm not saying that, you know, we're going to have a flood next week. Um, well, I hope not. Well, yeah, I did not build an ark. Where's your boat? Oh, I sold it. <laughs> <laughs> oh boy, but um, you know all these, all these, all these little stories, if you will, and I say story in a fictional, fictional way, not a non-fictional. It's non-fictional, fake, right? Not fact, fact. In a truthful, in a yeah, real and way. I, I say it in a truthful way. Like I don't believe it's a story. I believe Non-fiction. it's it's an a a, re, a recount of what happened, but. I also see it as, hey, these are these are our proverbs or parables. It's like our warning. Why do I keep saying proverbs? It's like our Have I been saying proverb this whole time? A couple times, but I know. What you oh meant. my gosh, they don't know. They know. They're smart. I'm people. saying I meant parable. I don't know why I said. Were we looking in proverbs at any point today? <sighs> I'm disgusted with myself. <laughs> <laughs> oh come on. Oh, Man. 2022, you're stupid. I am so... This is how we're starting it. Yeah. This, this is it. Day this, one. Day one of 2022. I can't do words. We can only go up from here. All yeah. right. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So, the last thing. Does yours say Cherubian? Or does it say Angel? Uh, 24. Cherubim? Yeah. Yeah, Cherubim. Cherubim or yeah, whatever I mean, it is. But let's see. I got a little note. 24. Uh, it takes me to Ezekiel. It, uh, let me look on my sub. I mean, it, it's an angel. That's what it is. But it, but it uses the. But I heard the cherubim or whatever is is a different type of angel, I right? So it, angels. It's like, it's like a guardian angel. Yeah, like some people believe that angels are every like. How do I say this without ruining somebody's happiness? Right. Mm-hmm. So angels, dude. This thing has been going off this whole time. Angels are like God's soldiers. Like they're, they're warriors for the most part. And the cherubium, those things, Mm -hmm. when I looked the difference between a cherubium and an angel up, the cherubium is like a childlike angel. Hmm. I'm not sure. I don't know. And actually, if you look at, um, some of the, some of the stuff that they talk about in second Corinthians about Solomon building his, Temple, I believe it's Second Corinthians. Yeah, I believe so. They talk about putting cherubims in some certain places and then angels in others. Huh. That's why I was like, "What is that?" And yeah. then, and then you go to like those the weird things in Revelations where it's like half eagle, half on fire, oh, and those are <laughs> chaos. But anyway. Yeah, different places for different things. I e- think three is e- good. Equal distribution of firepower. I get it. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I I understand. You get the cute little baby out there, so it's like, oh, look oh, at look. that. And then some dude with a fire. Well, they have fire swords too. I don't know. Yeah, because what what is the uh, oh, man? What is the what is this? What is the Bible story about? Is it Ezekiel or Isaiah who has a servant and the the servant opens up the door? And it's like this whole army, and he calls calls the master. Uh, I think that's Ezekiel ten. It is Ezekiel, isn't it? <sighs> We're getting off subject. Yeah, we are. Oh my gosh, well, we we're talking about. What we'll, is, we'll talk about it. We'll do a podcast on angels. Let's yeah, we'll, we'll we'll do that Take later. That episode. But I think that's what it is. Okay. 
Okay, moving on. So yeah, I think yeah. we're good with thirty three. Three. And now we owe them a, a episode on angels and the different kinds. And sweet, write that down. Write it down. Write it down. Angels. I would laugh so hard if your pen was open. No, it wasn't. <laughs> I checked. <laughs> <laughs> oh, as Matthew's writing all over his Bible. Okay. Well, we will see you guys tomorrow, or you'll hear from us tomorrow in chapter four, chapter Cain four. and Abel. Oh boy. Thanks for joining. Bye. Bye. Hey, everybody. Thanks for listening. It is John, Matt, and Nick. And, uh, you know, our big thing and our big takeaway from everything that we're doing right now is to help you find Christ. And without him, we would be nothing. And this podcast would be nothing. In Romans 10, 13, uh, Nick, why don't you give it to him? For everyone who calls on the name of the Lord will be saved. And that's all you need to do. You need to Profess your love for Jesus Christ. Open your heart and let him into your life. Uh, Find a friend. Tell them. Pray about it. Do whatever you got to do. But there's a reason that you are listening to this podcast. If you're already saved, go save a friend. Do it today. Do it. Hurry up. Time is of the essence.